0: yeah toxic cause break every chain and we got sister brandy on right now and through her faith in christ she was able to break a chain amen
1: absolutely
0: amen Seven. so yeah it's ever actually yeah so okay I'm, I'm gonna get out your way you got a bunch of notes over there so oh, uh oh yeah. uh, uh, just pick up wherever you want to pick up at and it's all good
1: all good information and it's amazing to me i sat down to do this at i believe I think it was 11.30 last night, more than 12 12.30. I didn't go to bed till almost 4 o'clock this morning. Wow. Because when you start, and, and it's just amazing. Once you read one scripture, and it leads to the next scripture, and I mean, it's just amazing, all the information, and just all the things that you can find in that Bible. and. And I want to encourage people, do not pick and choose. Don't just pick one scripture. Read the whole thing.
0: Got you. You know,
1: it's beautiful. No matter how you look at it, it is the most beautiful stories that you can read. And and all I can say is I want to get back to a point that, that was just made, you know, with the man that called in. You know, he is absolutely correct. Go into every single place, every type of people. It does not matter. Everyone deserves to know christ because we are all his we are all made in his image and the thing about this is i'm constantly told well i'm gay and i'm a christian well i want to go ahead and just throw that out of the water because that's not true and i spent so much time last night and i'm going to read some of the scriptures that i found just just to say that not only can you not be gay and and be a Christian, you can't be a you can't be a sinner in general and be a Christian. Amen. You can't be cheating on your wife and be a Christian. You can't cheat on your husband and be a Christian. You can't lie, you can't steal. You if you're breaking a commandment, you're not doing what Christ asked you to do and the word Christian means Christ like. Amen. And if you are not Christ like, you are not a Christian.
0: You know, um I was thinking uh, the other day, and it's been on my mind ever since, what if, regardless of the denomination, just every every Christian, when they went to town, all of them, let's say, let's say, I, I ain't got no clue, but let's just say there's 10,000 Christians in Hattiesburg. I have got no clue how many there are, but just just a number. And let's say those 10,000, everywhere they went, from whatever church they represented, just told everybody they met, hey, won't you come to church with us? Or say, hey, you have a good day, Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they found someone that was uh, uh, living single, or maybe they uh, uh, didn't have a lot of money and they took them a meal, Mm -hmm. or maybe cut their grass from, whatever. But what if all the Christians in Hattiesburg just open their mouths? After a while, all these other people say, Man, is everybody Christian? Is, is everybody, what's this Jesus thing about? Every time I turn around, somebody's telling me mm-hmm. to come to church, or somebody's telling me that Jesus loves me. Who is this Jesus that everybody is so excited about?
1: Exactly.
0: Who is this guy?
1: You just basically ask Christians to be Christians.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but you, but you get what I'm saying. If we Absolutely. would just open our mouth, no matter your denomination, and just don't care. Hey, if they don't come to your church, so what? Let them go to another church. I believe there's some mm-hmm. in every church. You know, they, they, I, I believe that. To me, I believe there's a remnant in every single church that's a part of the bride of Christ. Every church has goats and sheep. Every church has tares and weeds. I've done said that a thousand times, but I believe every church that preaches Jesus Christ and Him crucified uh, uh, is going to have a remnant of that church make heaven. And, And so I'm not jealous if they don't come to our church. As long as they're going to church, praise God. Absolutely. You know, if I pray with somebody and I, and I go on into the jail and they get saved, I never said I never promote Victory Baptist Church. I say, look, when y'all get out, pray and go to church, cause I got enough sense to know that some half of them guys is from the other side of Mississippi or Sand Hill or whatever. You know, what I'm saying I'm just telling them go to church somewhere. You know, so, but you know if we wasn't you know a, a lot of a lot of churches have got their guard up you know they they, they 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 select things you know like we talked about earlier i'm just saying if they would just open up and just say hey jesus loves you right. and, and then and, and then study a little bit because it's amazing to me how many people that have been to a church for a long time can't explain John three sixteen. If somebody were to come ask them, and they've been going to church for a long time, majority of the church couldn't explain to you John three sixteen. If they come to you at work and ask you to pray, most people never pray for other people. They wouldn't know how to pray out loud because they've never been taught, or because they're you know they 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 don't they it's not comfortable to them. And 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 we should be bold, especially in these Absolutely. last days when when we got transvestites reading to the elementary students. They're bold in their effort. Mm-hmm. You know, we got God on our side. Absolutely. Don't the Bible say, "Of God be for us; who can be against us?" Mm-hmm. So what what are we afraid of? You right. get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I mean, we should be the most boldest people on the planet. The right. one true God is on our side absolutely correct mm-hmm. but but I see look, you're back to your next oh, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry
1: <laughs> it's all good <laughs> we fight in the same fight it's all good <laughs> but no I want to get back to what I was saying earlier about you know anybody who desires to f- now, I'm in Matthew 6, 20, 16 24 if anyone desires to follow me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me now as it continues past that it says for what e- whatsoever desires for whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Which goes back to what I was saying. You cannot openly live a sinful life and follow Christ. Mm -hmm. It's contradictory. You cannot do that. It also goes on to to state for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. What are you selling out for? I was selling out for drugs, a woman, money, because some of the things I did was to pay bills or whatever excuse I had for it. But either way, you're putting sin in your life, allowing it to rain, So therefore, you are serving not the true God, but your personal God. Amen. And whatever you put above him is your personal God. That's right. And it does go on to ask you, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? And that's where I challenge you to say, you know, what are you selling out for? What are you trading for eternity?" Because, yeah, these relationships, these drugs, whatever it is that you're into right this second, that's temporary.
0: Oh, yes, it is. God's eternal. Amen. So
1: enjoy your five minutes here. But do know that you've received your praise and your glory and your power and whatever it is, you've received that. Mm -hmm. So you can't expect to get to the other side and say, "Well, well, where's where's my treasure you had that already yep you know you sold out for this this or this and just remember you may forget what you've done yep. god has a record and account for each and every moment breath and thought amen for each individual person amen so you may have forgotten it but he didn't and uh-huh. when he flips through that book and says well what about this
0: yep. what's your answer And the devil is so deceitful that Mm -hmm. he don't care that you go to church. He don't care that you read the Bible just as long as you ain't doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. He will let you, he deceives you and then encourage you in deception. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest ones is uh, love covers a multitude of sin. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big ones he uses is that you can stay in your sin, but God love God's love covers you. But you see, Christ said in Revelation three, he chastens those he loves. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't reward bad children. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. I've never really understood that saying, but you get what I mean. I do now. I, I, I
1: actually had to have it explained to me.
0: Did really? you? Well, explain yeah. it to me because I ain't ever figured out. Well, you it out. can't
1: have your cake and, and hold it and look at it and keep it if you're going to eat it. Once you ate it, it's gone.
0: Oh. That's I thought it was a diabetic was reference. No. No. <laughs> no. Look, yesterday, yesterday, I shall eat. They got me a, a Boy, that thing was fine, too. I still eat my cake. <laughs> But, uh,
1: but you couldn't keep it. No, I couldn't <laughs>
0: keep it. it. And look, let me tell you what they did. All, all all, the kids was there, but one of my children had to go to work. So we actually did the cake or, or, or did the happy birthday part and blow out the candles before we eat. Hmm. So they tried... I got the grandbabies to blow the candles out, then they tried to run the kids out in the yard and put the cake back up. Well, them babies didn't understand that. You know what I'm talking about? They little bitty, they two, three, four years old and they just kept standing there and everybody kept calling get outside and they just didn't uh, and i said no y'all can't do them that way right. and they said well they gotta have their supper they gotta eat before said, not today they don't right. i said y'all can't just let them sit there and stare at the cake and then so i right. went to cutting and my kids like no i said no i'm the daddy you my kid i'm telling you that baby's right. gonna eat and so we eat cake before we eat the hamburgers and the hot dog but but, yeah, them poor babies, they were staring at that thing, but uh, but I ate too much of it. I was so, I was so asleep when I come to the church last night.
1: I know. I was <laughs> worried about you. I kept thinking you was going to go into a diabetic sleep back there.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, I, I come out of it when I started preaching. But <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting there. Uh, uh. <laughs> yep. All right, well, go, go ahead. Get back, get back, get back. All I right. will chase rabbits on you in a minute. Oh, it's all
1: good.
0: I'd have been a good rabbit dog.
1: At least you're not a bird dog. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I do want to go into, like I said, and speaking of rabbits, I mean, that's kind of how last night was. I went from one scripture to the next, and I mean, it just it kept unfolding into this just, I don't know, it was just this beautiful blossom that happened in front of me. But the next scripture I went to, Romans has been like my big my big opening for for everything. I mean, it just seems to answer so many questions and and just explain so many things that, you know, it just, I don't know, sometimes you just read that something and it goes, hey, write that down. You know, keep that part. You know, just keep that in mind.
0: you can go to Roman's would take you through the whole Bible
1: exactly and that's kind of what I was getting at because yeah. there's so many references where I'm like hey I know this and this and and yeah. you start making notes and like I said it just makes this beautiful
0: yeah well unfolding. Paul, Paul, Paul was a, a Pharisee taught by uh, Gamaliel mm. and so a lot of Romans is references back to the Old Testament right so you can so if you, if, if you have a reference Bible and you study the book of Rome, mm-hmm. it will take you all back through the Old Testament, here, there. So it's a complete... Right. If you read it, it's a it's a complete uh, 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 view of the whole Bible. Right. And where did you go to in Rome? Was it Romans 1? Um,
1: actually, right here, I've started in Romans 8. Romans 8? 8.
0: 8.5. Okay, great.
1: Um, for those who live according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh. Mm-hmm. But those who live according to the Spirit... The things of the Spirit. So basically saying, if if you're living in the world and you're living for the world, you're going to continue to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if you start to live for Christ and you open yourself up to Him, it's going to start to unfold into that manner. That's but right. you have to make that conscious choice. And the thing about when you talk to these people, stop pointing out the obvious. They already know yeah, they're the, gay. Yeah, that's, right. You that's know, right. They know they're gay. They don't need you to point that out. Yeah. Give them something to look forward to. Yeah. Teach them what the true definition of love is. Amen. The first question you can ask them is, do you know that someone loved you so much that they died for you? Amen. Start with that. Start from where it actually touched your heart and see if it might just touch theirs. And the second thing, if you're not certain what love is, the book that I reference the most, its to me it's the most second most beautiful love story. That is Hosea. Yeah. I still believe to this day, Hosea is, is my husband. That man waited for me for almost 12 years. Wow. Waited for me to, to dig my head from wherever it was at, and waited patiently for me. That's beautiful. Loved me through it all, was still my best friend through it all, raised our children with me. You know, he never judged me, treated me badly no matter what I did to him. And I've done some horrible things to him, about him. I've done some horrible things. That man never hated me.
0: Amen, that's beautiful.
1: He loved me regardless. So that's where I say, if you're not certain about a book, go to Hosea. That man waited for her and was so patient in Christ that he allowed her to continue to do the things she was doing.
0: And the beautiful thing is, is God said, that's how I am
1: with his people. That is how I understand Christ's love, is through that book, but by my husband showing me in physical form.
0: You know, uh, I, I was... You know Gomer Powell, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I I called my daughter Gomer one day. I really didn't think she knew the Bible that well, but I was mm-hmm. kind of referring to Gomer Powell, right. and she said. <gasps> You call me a prostitute? I was like, no. I, I, I was talking about Gomer Pi. Like, but I am right. very proud of you that you knew that in the Bible. I'm very Absolutely. proud of you. She was only about twelve or thirteen. I said I'm very proud that you know that. But no, I wasn't calling you that. There's an old show called Gomer Pi. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: but, but uh, uh, so go ahead,
1: go ahead. You're doing great. Um, on from there, it goes into six. It says four to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. There again that just goes back into the same thing I was saying. If you're living for Christ, you're living the way you're supposed to. If if you're conflicted anywhere in your mind, or you're not sure anywhere in your mind or your decisions, pray. You know read.
0: You you're there in Romans eight and and, and in Romans uh, and in Romans five it tells us that Uh, An overview of Romans 5 it says that God only sees us in Adam or in Christ and in Romans 6 he talks about what sin is that we're baptized with Christ we're resurrected uh, coming up out of the baptism with Christ but in Romans 7 he goes into this very confusing thing That uh, And he says, you know, oh wretched man that I am, you know, because he's discussing his inner mind that sometimes his mind thinks on sin, and therefore his carnal mind wants to, his carnal man will commit a sin, but his spirit don't want to commit that sin, but the law taught him that that was a sin, but the spirit tells him not to sin, and it really, he goes back and forth, and it's a tongue twister, it's a mind tangler, to try to figure out what he's saying. But basically he's saying that his flesh wars with his spirit. Then he said, Oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? And then it goes straight into Romans 8. Right. And it says, Therefore now there is no condemnation to them who follow the spirit. So what he's saying that when Christ, O wretched man who shall deliver me, it's Christ that delivers us through the redemptive action on the cross. Absolutely. That when you believe in faith in Jesus Christ and the pain that He took your suffering, He took your penalty on the cross, mm-hmm. and He paid the price, He redeemed you, He bought you from the bondage of sin, just like you was a slave He paid for you off the slave's block. He paid for you. You belong to Him. You are now a slave to Christ. He is your master. And if you follow that Spirit, that when you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. In fact, Christ said, Me and my Father will make our abode in you because you got. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And he said, we will come and live inside of you. So inside the Christian is the most powerful, the only true force in the universe lives inside the man or woman that is saved. So there is no excuse for a saved child of God To be in bondage to anything. If you are in bondage, it's because you choose it. Uh, We just played that Tasha Koff song, Break Every Chain. There is nothing that can keep you into bondage except yourself because you have got the God that created the universe living inside of you. Right. And, and so, whether it be homosexuality, whether it be marijuana, whether it be alcohol, adultery—no matter what the sin is—you have power to overcome everything right. in this life. And, and so, when I see Christians struggling, I have to wonder: Do you know what weapon you yield? You have the just—you have God yep. inside of you. There is no excuse. For the Christian to be depressed, to be down and and, and to... to, But sometimes we don't understand. You know, like if you took a a weapon, a a rifle into battle and you never loaded it, you never fired it, you never found the safety on it, you got a useless piece of metal. But if you are trained how to use that weapon, you'll become a pretty deadly individual. Mm -hmm. So if we ever learn who lives inside of us, and we learn to pray, and we learn to fast, and we understand the mind of God. And the only way to understand the mind of God is through prayer and reading Scripture. You become, you become a, a pretty lethal individual when it comes to praying for folks and overcoming things in your life. Mm-hmm. But we're weak for a lack of understanding. Right. You know?
1: You basically just read off all the rest of my notes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I, I this has always amazed me. I grew up in, in Victory Baptist, so it always amazed me how my mom and I would be having a conversation about something, or I could be praying about something. We'd go to church, Brother Dale, sure enough, he's praying on it yeah or he's preaching on it uh-huh. and so i just always find it so amazing that's why i've been sitting here smiling this whole time because i read all of this last night and and that's where i say it just enveloped into this amazing thing because it, it really is i just want to encourage people pick up your bible fall in love read just it's beautiful like it it, it's so amazing and if you're not certain or you don't know what it's saying pray amen Ask him to give you eyes to see, ears to hear, and understanding of his word. It happens. I was I was intelligent. I've always been intelligent. Made good grades in school, but I was ignorant. Yep. I could pick up this Bible and I did not understand, not now one bit. Mm-hmm. Once I got saved, I sat down and it was just the most amazing feeling to know that you could sit down and fully understand. Right. What's being said to you. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's an instruction manual.
0: Absolutely. You
1: know, it is truly an instruction manual. And this is where my challenge comes in to to the, the sin community. I hate to say just the gay community, but the sin community. Don't pick just one. One scripture does you no good. You got to read the whole thing. And if you believe that one scripture, then you have to believe the whole thing. That's right. And if you don't, then you've got a bigger problem than you thought. Because this is God's word. Yes, it was written by man with a hand and a pen by God. Amen. He gave those words. He gave that authority. That's right. This is his, not ours. Mm -hmm. These are not man's thoughts. These are not man's actions. This is God's word. Amen. And so when people sit down and pick and choose scripture... You are breaking one of the biggest sin, or commandments that you can. You're creating your own God.
0: That's exactly right.
1: And that's it's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to worship one God.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, look, we're going to play a couple <laughs> songs, a couple commercials, and we'll be right back with Sister Brandy here. Let's see, what can we play? Can you see what I've heard you want to play? I really can't even see that, Colonel. It's a blind. <laughs> I I, oh I like that How about we play Cooling Water You ever heard of this? Cooling Water by Williams Brothers